0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America.
1: Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. allowed left 15 days qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.
0: Live from downtown San Francisco. This is 95.7. The game.
1: Hey, hello. Hello. Is this thing on? Kyle Madsen, Jim Cozumore hanging out with you until three o'clock. And Coz, I got to tell you, there's not a person I'd rather have be sitting across from me today because you are, and, and please don't take this the wrong way, <laughs> in my mind, the king of obscure sports. Oh, thank you. At this radio station. I, that is very
0: true. You know, the one thing I will say, Kyle, is that over the course of my career, I've had a chance to go to and broadcast and be a part of a number of fabulous events. Yes. As a result, I need something else for the juice, and so I've gone off into some sidebar sports that are just phenomenal.
1: Yeah, and I, and I say obscure not as not as a to pejorative, You're disrespectful. Not, yeah, right. exactly. Just sports that aren't popular here, typically in the United States. There's there was. <laughs> I've never seen somebody more fired up about the Indy 500 <laughs> than you. You're like, I need this on. Yes. Here's what's going on. Well, you gave us the backstory. Yeah. I accidentally called it F1. You were you hastily corrected yes. me. Politely though. I was like, yeah, I'm no, never going to rip politely. somebody. I'm never no. going to rip somebody. No. no. I'm going to think about it all day, though, and it's going to drive my anxiety tonight.
0: But the thing is, there was an F1 race today, one of the biggest F1 races this morning. It's the greatest day in racing if you're an auto sports fan. There's F1, Mm -hmm. the Monaco race this morning, followed by the single greatest racing event on the planet, the Indy 500, followed by the Coca-Cola 600, in which I believe there will be some drivers from the Indy 500 who will finish this race, get on a plane, fly to Charlotte, get in a car, and drive 600 miles in that race. Jeez. That's unbelievable, I imagine,
1: I imagine they won't go playing straight to their race car. Right to there'll it. There will be a car in between there. There will be a car in between. Someone will drive them <laughs> with a
0: police escort because that audience in Charlotte, that, that race is in Charlotte, North uh-huh. Carolina, the audience for that is hundreds of thousands. This Jeez. is the largest single gathering of fans at any sporting event on the planet yearly. 350,000 race
1: fans are in Indianapolis, actually Speedway, Indiana, for the Indianapolis Five Hundred. We are going to talk about the Warriors. We're going to talk about Game 7 Heat Celtics tonight. We'll get into the Jock Peterson-Tommy Pham scuffle. We'll talk some 49er stuff, uh, but I, I would be remiss with all this racing and, and college softball and all these kind of sports that we typically don't focus on uh, going on this weekend. We would be remiss if we didn't bring it up here and there, which we will do throughout the show. Does the, You talk about the greatest races. Does mm-hmm. the Kentucky Derby rank in that group?
0: If you're just talking race overall, not motorsport versus animal versus human, sure, the Kentucky Derby is one of the two greatest horse races on the planet. And it certainly is in the same conversation with the Indy 500. I would say if you're looking at just racing events mm-hmm. that you need to pick one, those two are neck and neck going down really? the wire. I wow. would think. Those are both huge. You get 100,000 plus at the Kentucky Derby, you get 350. Uh, at the Indianapolis 500, and just for spectacles, those. In fact, it's a it's a shame to call them races. They're events, right? They're spectacles, and that's what it is.
1: There's so I have not gotten to dig very deep into my sports bucket list yet. Is there? You have covered sports for a long time. You've been yes. a sports fan for a long time. You've gotten to go to all these things. Is there something that's on your sports bucket list? My mine is a mile long. I have not. I, I still want to do Michigan, Ohio State. I want to get down to an Iron Bowl. I want to go to a Super Bowl and and a and a World Series. There's so many things I want to do. I want to go to an international football game, soccer. Um, is there anything left on your list that you're like, man, I need to do that? So many things that are on my list. So the
0: the version of the Kentucky Derby in America that they hold in Australia, it is called the Melbourne Cup. And the Melbourne Cup is the first Tuesday of November every year and they get 100,000 plus. It's been going on since 1861. So Jeez. that's a horse race that I would like to get to. I've never I've been to Louisville Downs. I've never been to the Kentucky Derby. Oh. I've been to the race track. I've never been to the Indy 500. I've raced on the race raced. I was in a car <laughs> that and was driven at high speed around the track. And it was an amazing feel. I've kissed the bricks. I've gone to the wow. Hall of Fame, but I've never been to the Indy 500. So I'd love to do that. I'd love to go. Last night, I fell asleep watching Australian Rules football. My team, the Carlton Blues, were playing. Oh, They're on a string. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. For <That's laughs> the Blues. They, they, uh, possibly. They were going for their fifth consecutive win. They haven't done that since 2000. I fell asleep and recorded it. Don't spoil it for me. 95.7 The Game listeners. I'd like to go to the Aussie Rules Grand Final that they hold every year. That, to me, would be another bucket list item. So I've got a number of bucket list items that I need to start uh, rattling off.
1: All right, 888-957-9570. What's on your sports bucket list that you haven't gotten to check off yet? And maybe the, your favorite event that you have gotten to check off. But we're going to switch gears here and get to the Golden State Warriors. They are headed to the NBA Finals. They await the winner of Heat Celtics Game 7 tonight. And we'll talk about that game in a little bit. But, you said something really interesting to me yesterday. And it was interesting because I... I I had a knee jerk reaction, but then upon thinking about it for ten seconds upon
0: further review, yeah. Were you it, like the umpires that are go over? You're going to the uh the the league in Secaucus. You yeah. went to Secaucus, yep, and you, you wanted to make sure that they took a look at the play.
1: Yeah, I called Secaucus and some <laughs> random person picked up. They're like, Who is this? Don't ever call this number again. And I said, Okay, but you said that this Warriors team, if they go on to to win the finals, mm-hmm. there's still a big hill to climb there. Like right. the fact they punched their ticket is incredible. Unbelievable. Like, I thought they were done. I'm a huge Warriors fan. Mm -hmm. I thought, because that's the trajectory of teams, they have a little run, whether it's a year or two years or three years, the Warriors had a five-year run with different iterations. Kevin Durant leaves. Steph Curry gets hurt in 2019-20. In 2021, he was an MVP caliber player, but the Warriors just weren't good enough. They were the eight seed. They get knocked out in the play-in. And I thought, man... Unless they get another superstar, like this is just kind of the direction the team's heading. But then they bounce back. Can I I just step in on that one point you made?
0: Curry was an MVP candidate for the final third of the season at the age of 33. Mm -hmm. He carried them into the play-in round. They didn't get out of the play-in round. My belief going into this year was that was the last greatest Steph Curry we were going to see because there's no way a 34-year-old can (laughs) take it from A third of the season to an eighty-two game schedule and do anything greater than that. So I thought that was the last greatest we would see of number thirty.
1: And it might it might be the last time we see him need to hit that level though. Because we've seen them now, and this was this is where we were getting. They tinkered with their roster enough, and Steph Curry is still good enough that he can be their best player. And they were the three seed, and they punched their ticket to the finals. And there's a bunch of stuff that happened in between there. But you said that this Warriors team would be, and correct me if I'm wrong, the worst NBA champion of the last 20 years.
0: And I'm going over the list right now, but that was my belief, was that if you if this team goes on to win the crown,
1: mm-hmm.
0: let's start with previous Warrior teams.
1: Mm-hmm. Say
0: this team this year wins the NBA title. Match them up against... The two they won with the Durant-led Warriors matched them up with the very first one in which they beat the Cleveland Cavaliers back in 2015. Mm -hmm. Does this team even come close to approaching what those teams did?
1: So, I don't think the Kevin Durant teams... No. Because there's an argument to be made that those Kevin Durant-era Warriors would win a seven-game series against any team ever. The argument can be made. Except the Bulls.
0: Except the Bulls. But I think the argument can
1: even be made there. You can
0: make the argument. You're absolutely right.
1: right. So... That that they're in a special class. I'm they,
0: not even sure they beat the Lakers group with Kobe and Shaq, but go ahead. You're in, yeah, you're no, in the discussion.
1: Those right. There yeah. is an elite tier of teams right. that in a tournament they all might win it in different You're right. Okay. I'll I I will grant you'll, you that. You'll buy that? Okay, good. Thank goodness. <laughs> Check that one off. <laughs> so so I think they're in a special tier of of all time NBA team. Mm-hmm. The 2015 argument is interesting. It is. Because you had prime Andre Iguodala, you don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. And you had MVP caliber Steph, but I don't think 2015 Steph could guard 2022 Steph. Where I think wow. 2022 Steph could guard 2015 Steph a really? little bit. A little bit. 34 a little bit. year old Steph, yeah, stronger now, he has a better mm. understanding of what he needs to do defensively. 27 year old Steph.
0: Thirty-four year old Steph versus twenty-seven year old Steph.
1: Yeah, I think his I think his IQ just defensively. Like I said, he's stronger now. He's not relying so much just on his his physical abilities. Wow, I That's, I don't know if I'm <laughs> buying that. I I look at that because
0: I don't. I know he just came off the MVP. He was the MVP of yeah, the yeah. Western Conference Final. He was a better player than than he is now. He's a smarter player now. Yes, and that happens with age. Right. You need to get smarter. Right. I will be intrigued to see who they play in the finals and how they defend Steph Curry in the finals. Yes. Versus how Cleveland tried to defend him back in 2015. And I think the Andre Iguodala healthy in 2015 piece Mm -hmm. is a much bigger piece to the equation that, to me, makes that 2015 team better than -hmm. this version, this current version of this team. That team still had Clay Thompson. That team right. still had... And it was a different style of basketball. Andrew Bogut was playing at that time mm-hmm. and was an important piece of the puzzle. Yeah, Was David Lee? David Lee won them a game in that series. Yeah. So it was a different iteration. Yeah. But I still think i take the 2015 team over this team.
1: And it's I a think, different style think, of basketball. Yeah, and I, I think you, you're probably right because of the Andre Godala factor. I think you can make the argument that Draymond Green was better then than he is now?
0: Ooh. You know what? I think he was a young pup. He was a... I think he was a... He wasn't a stallion. What he was was that, that wild colt that was just kind of clopping around, doing some good things. Sometimes mm-hmm. you could see he was going to be something special, but he had he had that, but he had a little wildness to him. He was a little bit of a wild colt back then. Yeah. He was better then than now. Better then than now, Maybe huh?
1: not in 15. Maybe not in fi- in In 16, 17... Especially 16. Draymond was really, really good, especially offensively. That's an
0: interesting discussion right there. And I think, I think 15, again he's so
1: much smarter right no, now. 888 957 9570 on the Xfinity Mobile Text line. The 510 makes a great point. Uh 2022 Draymond would have 2015 Draymond out of the series by the third game. That might be true. Wow. That might okay. be the case. I, I thank you, 510. I'll give you that one. Yeah. I'll give you that one. It would be a fun series, though. Sure would. What about other teams not not so let's and I think, I think that's a, a different portion of this discussion okay. is th- what we just laid out and why this might be... Forget all the other NBA teams. Like, Let's just take this Warriors run from every team that's gone to the finals between 2015 and now. All right. The argument is there that this is the quote-unquote worst of those teams. Right. Which I, d- I think is why this year has been so much fun. I totally think you're right. That because,
0: again, to be the worst... Of the, of the list of world champions mm-hmm. is a great list to be on. Sure, right. With that said, being a world champion and being a team that isn't as good as the others, this feels closer to those teams. You remember the two years leading up to winning the title in 2015 when they were 50-win teams and they were learning to win yep. and they were getting into the second round of the playoffs? Mm-hmm. And then that first win, the, the first taste of the juice is the sweetest. This is the closer feel to what they did early on than the two dominant factors that they had. This one, if you're a true Warrior fan, this is to me, Mm -hmm. and remember, my NBA career got started with the Golden State Warriors as one of the backup announcers for them. So Mm -hmm. that's where I'm a Warrior guy. Mm -hmm. It all started there for me. That that makes this version more sweet than those other two, yet I still think if you look at the list of champions over the last, and I said 20 years, and I've got the list here, it is going to be hard to refute it. They don't beat the Milwaukee Bucks last year. Let's start with that. You don't think so? Nope. Who's going to slow down number 34? Who's going to slow down Chris Middleton? Nobody in (laughs) the Exactly. Exactly. I think Phoenix would have given this version of the Warriors. If Phoenix had won Game 7 at home instead of self-destructed, and the coach of the year, Monty Williams, doesn't get into a spat with uh, DeAndre Ayton, I think you have a different route to the finals for the Golden State Warriors. We would see basketball. We would have seen basketball yesterday, and we might be seeing basketball tomorrow if it was the Phoenix Suns.
1: Maybe. They were not that good in the playoffs, though.
0: No, they weren't, they but they were, were, they were good in the regular season. I thought,
1: I thought for sure they were going to. I, didn't, I thought their series against the Pelicans would be one of those series that by the end of the playoffs we're going, who did they play in the first round? Yeah. But the Pelicans gave them hell. And then Dallas was down 2-0 in that series and came back and won it. Yep. I just, I'm I'm not 100% sure Phoenix was healthy or, you in know, in, their thing with, with with DeAndre Ayton is weird where he, he like, pulled himself out of a game yep. or they pulled him out of a game and Monty Williams was like, it's an internal thing. Like, that's weird.
0: Except Monty Williams was quoted by people courtside as saying, you quit on this team. He, you
1: quit on this team. Oof. Well. That's tough. It that is tough. So that version, let's say that version of the Suns does pull it out in Game 7 against yeah. the Mavs. I'm not certain that they would have given the Warriors 7 games. Okay. I'm not certain of that. I but, think they would have, but okay. that's okay. So, I th- I, And then Chris I think Paul would have
0: made a mistake in Game 7 and the Warriors would have won. That's a great point. <laughs> that's definitely what would happen. Warrior fans driving all over the bay right now going, yeah, that makes
1: sense. If the 5 says the 2020 Lakers were weak. I think this Warriors team beats the 2020 Lakers. All right, let me get
0: back to you. Know what? If you want to use that as the asterisk, because that was the bubble championship, yeah, right? it was. So
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That team was not very deep. It was a lot of LeBron and a lot of Anthony Davis. It was. It was. It was an
0: unusual year. If I'm going to, if I'm going to give you something, I might give you that, but it has to have an asterisk because if it was a bubble so, year.
1: So I think it's. I think it's really interesting because I think you could make the, the argument. Okay. I'm going to try. I don't know if I believe it, but I'm going to try. That the NBA has become so individual as opposed to team. Mm -hmm. Like, you have people now who are just like, I'm a LeBron fan. Right. Which means over the last 15 years, I've rooted for the Cavs and the Heat and then the Cavs again, and now I'm a Laker fan. Okay. I think that in basketball, having the best player on the floor is so important.
0: Can I stop you right there? Yes. Yes. Just look at the Dallas Mavericks series. Rank the top 5 players in that series 1 to 5.
1: Uh it was probably mm.
0: You want me to go first? Would you put Luka
1: 1? Not even close. Okay. Luka's number 1. Okay, but you so this is the point I'm making. Okay. Because I think you could make the argument that that Ja Morant was the best player on the floor in the Warriors Grizzlies. Absolutely series. He was. And then Nikola Jokic, the MVP of the league, was the best one. player in round 1. And that's but who is why, two, that's three, why four, five and six. Right, and that's why. And that's why I think you can you can say that this Warriors team mm-hmm. is one of the best of the last twenty years because it's not solely focused on an individual. It's not about like interesting those, turn you've taken. Those LeBron Cavs teams were LeBron. It's like LeBron is going to do this. Sometimes Jr. Smith is going to make a couple shots. Sometimes. Matthew Delevatova is going to make a couple shots, but it's LeBron. With this Warriors team, Steph wasn't very good in Game 5 against the Mavs. Correct. He was fine. Like He wasn't a detriment. But he had, I think, 15 points and 9 assists. Like That's a good, that's that's a fine game. But it's Andrew Wiggins stepping up. It's Draymond Green having 17 points in a Game 5. It's Clay Thompson coming up big. It's Kavon Looney pulling down 18 boards. This, this, this is a team in a way that I think the NBA has gotten away from team building.
0: I totally agree with you. I think you're right until the Warriors are cobbling it together this year. But continue on the list. If you want to give them the Lakers, we can argue about that, and you can put an asterisk. Toronto Raptors, the one that beat this war, the Warrior team, They did not beats, beat this Warriors beats, team. Beats this Warriors team. I don't know. It beats this Warriors. I don't team. know if they do. Oh, well, you can make. You can try to
1: I, try because, to refute it. Because because Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins is
0: playing very, very well. That Raptors team was a deep. Te- they were a team. They didn't rely on one guy. It was a lot of Kawhi. It was a lot
1: of Kawhi. It was a lot. <laughs>
0: but, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. But they had Lowry. Mm-hmm. He's the, very good in Game Six. Then they had uh, uh, Siakam. You si- I can't pronounce it. Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam. Yep. Siakam. I mean, this was a team that they had the big guy too, right? Not uh, Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol, mm-hmm. boom. That was a deep team mm-hmm. version of basketball. But it wasn't Kawhi scoring 35 a game and grabbing 15 off the bu- off if, the
1: glass. But they didn't have Kevin Durant. And if Clay doesn't get hurt, I firmly believe the Warriors are winning Game 6. That's fine. And, and I, anything I can happen in you. a Game 7. I might agree with you on that. This is a more complete but they Warriors team that, than the one that was in the finals. So
0: you're saying this Warrior team beats that
1: Warrior team? The the one that was in the finals yeah. without Kevin Durant? Yeah. Yes. What about the so. one
0: with Kevin Durant? No. Okay.
1: The the list of teams that I will give you that would beat that Kevin Durant Warriors team, any of the 17, 18, or 19, is very small. Okay. And it doesn't include any other Warriors team. No,
0: it does not include another Warriors team. Except maybe the 70, was it 74? 74, 74 version? Yeah, there you I'm gonna go. I'm going to give you the 74 version. Shout out. You know what? I got news for you. I'm a fan of that team. I'm a huge fan of that. That the team is 75 under, Warriors. I'm a huge fan of that team. They broke my heart because I was a young Bulls fan at the time. Mm. And that was a great series. But that Warrior team, I'm I, I kinda like. I like the characters on that team. Okay. So if you're a longtime Warrior fan, you know what I'm talking about.
1: I wasn't around then. Exactly. So I will uh I So don't poo poo. I'm gonna do ju- I'm just deferring title. to you. You're like you're I, like, I, oh,
0: I, they've won three titles. No, they haven't.
1: That's a li- They've that's, won four titles. That's a life experience I don't have that you have, and I'm going to allow you to fill that in Thank for you. me. There you go.
0: Thank you. <laughs> um, so, I don't think this version beats the Raptor team. I don't think this version beats the Cavalier team that beat the Golden State Warriors in Game 7 right down the block over here. I don't think this version of the Warriors beats the Miami Heat team in either 2012 or 2013. Mm. The one I might be able to give you a little bit of space is the 2011 Dallas Mavericks. Dirk yeah. Nowitzki, they were they
1: were beatable by a team like
0: Golden State. Right. But Miami was a team like Golden State, defensive minded. Right? But I might give you the 2011 Dallas Mavericks as a team this version could have competed with. But you keep going down the list, they weren't going to beat the 09-10 Lakers, weren't going to beat the 08 Celtics. This team isn't going to beat the Spurs when they had sh- their prime guys together. Sh- you think they beat the Boston Celtics? They have a better coach because they had Glenn Rivers coaching them in 2008.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm not 100% sold that that the the those Celtics that Celtics team and that Lakers team is is like for sure beating this year's Warriors. I think it's underselling a lot of what Golden State is doing this year. Steph Curry is still really good. Dr- Draymond Green, if he plays more games, is probably first team all defense. Um, Clay Thompson has been has been better as he's gone on and he gets back into the swing and knocks some rust off. And then if Gary Payton the second is healthy, um if if Jordan Poole's on the floor, if Loney, Al Adels is Wiggins, back in the
0: if the Al Adels from the sixties is on this team, he's helping out too.
1: Yeah, that's there's
0: a lot of if you're giving me.
1: What you, well, no, I'm not if
0: this guy. And the, here's no, my. Here's I'm just my saying, dealings, if Jordan
1: pulls on the floor,
0: here's my deal, and I like. It, listen, who doesn't? He's a good like him? player. He's a very good player, no question about it. Do you think the level of talent in the league, thirty teams now, is as good as it was ten years ago?
1: I think it's better. Wow, interesting. I think. I, I think. think the there are, league, I think. As players, no. I think the league now is so much deeper, and that's that's why when this run started for Golden State, I I was. I, I had a hard time being optimistic because it's like this isn't, this isn't the Warriors and one other team and they're just going to clash in the Western Conference Finals and then it's a cakewalk in the Finals. There were, there were three or four teams that realistically could have come out of the East and been a problem. There were There were four or five teams in the West that realistically could have come out and been a problem. And that just wasn't the case for a long time. Especially when LeBron was ruling in the East. It's like, oh, LeBron's team's going to go to the finals.
0: Mm-hmm. Didn't matter who he was on. Yeah, See, on Miami, he was going to go. If he was on Cleveland, he was going to go. Didn't right. matter. Nine He's, straight years. That's pretty unprecedented.
1: It's unreal. Right? So I just, I, I think the league is deeper now, and I think it's a testament to how good this Warriors team is, that they don't have like that, and again, I'm not trying to take anything away from Steph Curry, but they don't have that like first-team, all-NBA superstar, like when you need 40, he's going to get you 40. He's just not quite that level, MVP-caliber player anymore. And I, d- I don't mean that as an insult. He's 34, and he's a second-team, all-NBA guy. He's yeah. an unbelievable player. He's
0: unbelievable. So Hall of Fame in the discussion for the best of his era, no question about it. No one's taking anything away from the
1: 30
0: at all. No. If, if someone is, let's say someone wants to have that argument, they could always say, you know what? But in the finals, he's, he's kind of a he's a caddy. He's a caddy in the finals. Okay. Right? If you wanted to make that You'd argument, be wrong.
1: You can, you can say that. Andre Goddard was the MVP. Steph should have been the MVP in 2015. Why wasn't he? He was lovable. Because, uh, I'll he t- gets a lovable you, vote. I will tell you okay, why, let's do on that. the other side, let's why Steph it. Curry wasn't you're, the MVP you know in 2015, even though he should have been. You know what you're doing? What's that?
0: You're doing my new idea for Sports Talk Radio. You know how music radio has oldies?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to do oldie sports talk. Hilarious. Like every day, Hilarious. You just, you're picking a new year, and we're like we're arguing 2015 right now. I'm going back. You know what that is? That's an odd number year for the Giants. After the break, we're going to talk about the Giants <laughs> and whether or not they'll be able to compete in an odd number year.
1: Should they have traded for should Carlos tra- Beltran? Exactly. Let's get into it. I know. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to we're going to talk about uh, Steph Curry. I'll tell you why he should have been MVP in 2015. But we're going to talk about Steph's legacy. Steve in San Francisco is on the line. He wants to talk about that. And you and I, Coes, we'll talk about that on the.
0: Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
1: Kyle Madsen, Jim Cozumore, we're on 95.7 The Game.
0: Now back to 95.7 The Game.
1: Kyle Madsen, Jim Cozumore, hanging out with you until 3 o'clock been talking Warriors, they're in the finals, we're going to be talking about that today, we'll be talking about that the rest of the week here on 95.7 The Game Thursday is when that tips off, it'll either be the Miami here to the Boston Celtics, we will figure that out tonight, those teams playing a Game 7. If you want to jump in on the conversation, 888-957-9570 is the number, you can call that line, or you can fire off a text to the Xfinity Mobile text line, the Warriors are back in the NBA Finals, y'all. And to celebrate that and to honor Memorial Day, we're giving away prizes every single hour on Monday. That's tomorrow from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's 95.7 The Game's Memorial Day blowout all day Monday, so keep it locked in on 95.7 The Game. If you're not going to be in your car, download the Odyssey app. You can listen there. You can listen online. I do that.
0: i got the Odyssey app, so I listen when I'm away, when I'm on the drive doing that stuff. When I'm going for a trail run or something, that's what I'm listening to the station.
1: I do the same thing Mm -hmm. because I live up over the hill where – once the sun reaches a certain point in the sky, yeah. it's very in and out. So I just grab the Odyssey app, man. Yep, I slap it on. It's work. Tim Roy as I drive around and get to where I go
0: for for Warriors games. Tim's in. Uh, Tim's Tim's back in finals form. Oh, he's so. Good. He knows what's going on.
1: He's so he's locked in.
0: I'm totally into it. He's dialed. I've known him for a quarter century. Great guy.
1: He's a great guy. Very very good dude. <clears throat> we love Tim Roy yeah. here. Uh, Everyone he- on
0: their broadcast side is really nice people. Everyone is.
1: Who do you think is going to win? RC's
0: great. Everyone's great. <laughs> Everyone is. They're, they're nice to me.
1: I've not, my interactions have been limited for the most part, outside of Tim and RC. But I like those guys very much. There you go.
0: That's all you need to Shout know. Shout out
1: to Kevin Dana as well. Love Kevin Dana. There you go. Santa Cruz Warriors. I'm uh, a big
0: fan, Santa Cruz <laughs> Warriors. Former champion, Santa Cruz Warriors.
1: Where does the G League trophy <laughs> rank among all time great trophies? That's a good
0: one. That's a good one. I've never tasted G League championship <laughs> trophy. That's that's up there with the WNBA trophy. I've tasted that three times.
1: It's still on your uh, bucket it's list. It's on the
0: bucket list. Okay. I would go, you know what, you want to know something though? If the station had some type of a promotion where, you know, we were going to go down and catch a Santa Cruz Warrior game, yeah. I would be on the bus tomorrow. Yeah, I would be all in. Let's go there. Let's get there early. Let's have dinner. Cause you, I've been to the, to the arena. I've done uh-huh. games in that arena, but go down there. Let's have some couple of cocktails. Let's have dinner and then walk over to the game. Root like crazy for the Santa Cruz Warriors. I'd be all in on that.
1: Santa Cruz is great.
0: It's totally fun. I love totally it. Totally fun. I love it there. No,
1: There's no place on the planet. And you tell me I can go watch some basketball? Yep. Some Warriors prospects? Affordable. I'm there.
0: Affordable basketball.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so. chill with Kevin Dana. Who's the best? <laughs> exactly. Who's the best?
0: Would he give me time? Because Tim Roy would give me time. Would Kevin Dana Kevin give me Dan time? Dana would give you time. All right. Then I'm down with it. I love that. I'm in. <laughs> Coming
1: me in. <laughs> um, we're we're going to get to the Warriors. We were talking on the other side about the Steph Curry and a finals MVP and does he need one? And I maintain he should have won it in 2015. Why? Because he was their best player.
0: But was he the best player in the series?
1: So that's the thing is if you wanted to, if from what I understand, what happened was the votes were split between LeBron guys, Iguodala guys, and Curry guys.
0: NBA media is a joke at that level.
1: Right. So, um,
0: I said it. I know I'm going to get killed, but I said are, it. I,
1: also, some 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 friends who have been very nice to me on that side. But, I'm friends with
0: all of them, but they, they all <laughs> got to know. They don't ask, you know, there are a lot of times when they can ask a really good question and they don't, and, and mm-hmm. they tend to laugh and be, you know, cheerleaders for the league. They're not, Journalists for the
1: league, they're the voting on this stuff is embarrassing. There's questionable at best, sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the so, that you get a lot of that from NBA media, right? A lot of that
1: stuff. So, so the voting went. It was LeBron guys, Igadala guys, and Curry guys, and basically they decided they didn't want it to go to a player on the losing team, and there were more. I forget exactly how they landed on Igodala, but the Curry guys changed their votes to Igodala, and that's why he won. It's
0: yeah. like in Iowa when they're doing the caucuses, right? Like yeah. everyone has their person they're going to vote for, right. and then they have a vote, and then this caucus gets together with that caucus and say, "Hey, you ought to really think about coming over to this side. This is where you gonna... Is that <laughs>
1: what they were doing then? As, that's from what I understand. I don't. I, I obviously was not there. Um, but that's how I understand it kind of went down. No,
0: it but, doesn't matter. He wasn't the MVP. Curry he, was not the MVP. I think he was. He was the best player on the team. He wasn't the best player on the team that won the title in the series. He didn't play the best in the series. Maybe let me rephrase it. He didn't play the best in the series. He didn't have as big an effect on the series as the other guy did. In fact,
1: I think he did. Huh? The, 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 they didn't turn around and, and take – a hold of the series, he was. He had a rough first couple games, but once he flipped the switch, he was the best player, and he carried them to the title. What
0: was Iguodala's job in that series? To slow down one guy? Uh huh. How would he do?
1: I mean, there were people who were still voting for that guy for MVP.
0: True, I get it.
1: Yeah, I think but it was, it was a dominance.
0: It was a dominance. By the Warriors over the Cavaliers, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, the Warriors are just better. Flat yeah. Out. And, and that I team. That-
0: of the champions is probably the second least effective of the champ. this if this team wins the title mm-hmm. which I will tell you if they play Boston they win the title if they play Miami I'm not so sure really yeah
1: okay well now we need jeez okay yeah hang on you're just throwing takes at me that I'm ready to talk about
0: you know what I'm I well, we've got a lot of stuff we got to get to here. i know
1: i know i have a sheet here we're not even i'm well, I'm still at, like the first bullet point on my sheet um okay, man. <laughs> do you want
0: to do another hour? Do you want to do a fourth hour?
1: Oh boy, I got a barbecue to get to, so so I'm gonna pass. Unless you want to do it remote. If I can Can go I just live say from this barbecue.
0: from the 415? Coach should explain months of Trade Wiggins talk. You must have someone else in mind because I'm the one who pointed out when they were losing Kevin Durant that they were gonna use that move to create a something for someone and i was called by a prominent local media member and told they can't they don't have any room to make the move and i didn't want to be a jerk but i am thinking they're gonna sign and trade him and get something for him they did Mm -hmm. right d'angelo russell Mm -hmm. that wasn't the end of the movement right the end of the movement was moving on from the guy who didn't fit with steph and clay right to get the piece that did and it had to be at that price point because they lost a the guy at that price point. Right. So you're going to have to explain to me, 415, what you're talking about. I'm not the Trade Wiggins guy. I'm the guy who said there would be an eventual piece that fit in to replace Kevin Durant. So, so boom.
1: <laughs> to answer the 415, because I was here. Okay. Um. There was... A a big discussion point, I think, because of what we talked about at the top of the show, where the Warriors had MVP caliber Steph Curry last year and they were the number eight seed and they lost in the play in. Right. And it's it's history tells us when you've gone from champion to decline. Okay, Steph was hurt that year, but then he comes back. It's like, man, this is this it's a downward spiral.
0: We just saw the last great moment of this crew.
1: And the only way you bounce back is by getting another star. We saw it with the Spurs, with David Robinson to Tim Duncan, and then again with Kawhi Leonard. Yep. That's the only way you can keep it going. And it just didn't look like the Warriors really had that in the cards. Right. And so this offseason, the trade Wiggins talk came from the Warriors need to add another star. What's their biggest contract? Andrew Wiggins. Can they package him with the number seven pick and the number what was it, seven and 14? I've already forgotten the, whatever Moody was. Fifteen. What what draft pick was Moses Moody?
0: I'm not even gonna guess.
1: I think is is in the teens. So, I quit
0: watching after the third pick every year. <laughs> <You're> That's <just laughs> all in I for do. The first ten minutes, yeah. And you're gone. And then I'm out. I'm out after <laughs> so, that because then it's just a guy, right? You don't know when was Kawhi taken, best player in that draft, but he was taken deep, right? Eleventh. Yeah. When was Donovan Mitchell taken? I don't know because I quit watching yeah, after later. three, and he's the best player in that draft.
1: What was Brian? What was Moses Moody?
0: Moses Moody was taken 14th.
1: 14th. Okay, thank you. So 7 and 14, and Andrew Wiggins, like there was just a thought that Andrew Wiggins was not going to reach the the caliber of player that he has been in the playoffs. And that who
0: has been in the playoffs? Wiggins. Wiggins is not going to reach the level that Wiggins has reached
1: yes. in the okay. That that was the thought. So when when it was trade Wiggins talk. Okay. He was not yet an all-star. He was playing like a guy who's yeah, he's going to give you 18 points on 15 or 16 shots and he's kind of, kind of float and he'll have a stretch of a week yeah. of games where he's awesome, but then he's going to disappear because that's what he had been. Right. Nobody saw that. Well, I guess Bob Myers and company saw this version of Andrew Wiggins coming, but that's why, that's I think why they hoped the this Wiggins version
0: was topic. coming. And I think that the, the infrastructure they have developed, here's the deal. Okay. When you have great players playing hard, working hard, And getting along if you're from the outside and you come here and you don't want to be part of that infrastructure they'll get rid of you Mm -hmm. but you come here and you see those guys doing it well you don't have an excuse not to do it Mm -hmm. so Andrew Wiggins doesn't have the excuse that he had in Minnesota to float from time to time and I talked to people with the Timberwolves organization who told me he is a grand talent the biggest problem they had was keeping him interested He wasn't always interested, and the story always comes back to when they acquired Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler took the third string and beat the crap out of the first string and talked the whole way, and Andrew Wiggins and Karl-Anthony Towns turtled up. So I think that was the expectation. But when you're here, and Steph does it, and Clay, when he was injured, was busting his tail, Mm -hmm. and Draymond do it, and other people buy in, you have no excuse not to
1: buy in. And I think That's, that's the
0: difference what the Warriors have than everyone else has. Why Bob Myers could roll the dice and say, "I'll spend the big money on that guy because I've got an infrastructure of these superstars who are doing it right."
1: I tend, I'm the kind of person where I tend to need like like data. I need you to show me the the you're an analytics the, guy. The imper- yeah, you're not but an eyeball sometimes, test. Sometimes there's there's definitely times where I'm like that that doesn't track. Like, give me this guy. I don't care what your your data says. I want this guy. In whatever situation that that happens for sure, but for things like culture, you know, people say the Warriors' culture will help Andrew Wiggins. I don't. That I can't verify that. Like that. That's a that's a hope to me. Mm -hmm. But we've seen it play out. Like we've seen, it's everything you just described. It's the Warriors and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green and Steve Kerr and Bob Myers and Andre Godal and all these guys, their commitment to winning and their commitment to winning a certain way and their ability to work hard and Steph Curry's willingness to come off the bench early in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. It's things like that that get Andrew Wiggins, like you said, to care in a way that he never had and to shed some of those those issues that let us on this station, not just me, a bunch of people on this station to say, yeah, if they can package him in a deal for Ben Simmons, do it. You'd still do it. Would you? Yeah. I wouldn't. Okay. I'm out. You're out on Ben Simmons? Yeah. Okay. I think I'm all the way out on him. You're all in? Right. You know what? Even after what we've seen from from Andrew Wiggins and how and how he's, he's played in this series? I think you're plug and play. Playoff.
0: I think they both do the same thing. They both defend extraordinarily well. Simmons is probably a better defender than Andrew Wiggins.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: All right. Um, and you already got guys who can score. But you know what? It doesn't matter because you got one of them. If right. you know why you'd move him, if you found out that Wiggins was a pain in the neck, and he's not a pain in right. the neck. He's actually thoughtful. Right. You know,
1: and and which
0: sometimes works against guys.
1: So that's it, it's it's such revisionist history to say like, well, you wanted to trade with like, well, yeah, it looked like they were going to have to. They were the eighth seed last year and they lost in the play-in. They yeah. needed to make That's why
0: I thought they were going to be in the play-in again this year. I had no Bonté Lacob in the morning comes in here and I was he and I were wow. at it early on. He knows it cuz we call him that when around right. the NBC newsroom. Yeah. And and he was he was like they're top 4 team and I'm like, "Oh, Okay, are you mowing Joe's lawn this week? What's going on? <laughs> and he's been sticking it to me all year. But good for Bonte Lakeham. He should stick it to me all year. They've been a top four team in the West the whole they're, time, and they're, they're the last good. team standing. And I would have bet my mortgage, bet my mortgage, that the Warriors would have been a uh, would have
1: been a playing team. I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have gone. I play-in. never saw this. I would have. Ne- you would have had to give me huge at odds. Least,
0: at least five through. They they wouldn't have been top four. Let me say it that way.
1: Okay. Okay, that fair enough.
0: Yeah, no way they get home court advantage in the first round, right? But they did, and they're the last team standing. So tip the cap, and guess what? When they win the title, I'm going to win another Emmy. So go (laughs) win the title. Okay, that's what happens. That's
1: an incredible Bay Area
0: teams win championships. Jim Cosmore wins Emmys. That's what happens. Boom. So go win it. It's
1: true. I'm still out on Ben Simmons, by the way. That's fine. You know I what, just, though? You already I got a guy who's doing the job. I don't think the Warriors culture is going to is gonna fix how much that guy doesn't care. Uh, <laughs> June is in Oakland, wants to talk about how Andrew Wiggins became an all-star. June, you're on with Kyle Madsen and Jim Cosmore. 95.7 The Game. Hey, June. What's
2: up? Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing
1: good. Doing What's well. up?
2: So, I feel like the Warriors organization can turn average players into an all-star. I mean, as long as that player got some skill and some toughness to him, you know, I mean, with Steve Kerr and then all the players surrounding that player, it'll make you want to strive to be better. You know what I'm saying?
0: No question about it. And and I think you're right, June. If the, the player has talent, they've plugged him into a circumstance where there are other great players around him. You know what, though? Let me ask you. Do you think Jordan Poole is this player? If he's on the Cleveland Cavaliers right now? No chance. Do you think Jordan Poole is this player if he's on the Chicago Bulls? And the Bulls were a playoff team. So were the Cavs. But so, you know, the Bulls were. Do you think Jordan Poole is as good a player if you pick your NBA team? I still think he's a quality player. But he ain't the player
2: he is here. Right, June? I I, I don't. Okay. I I think he'll be halfway good, but I don't think he'll be as good as he is here. Right.
0: That's why I would never make a trade with the Golden State Warriors. I would never make a trade
2: because this is the thing. This is the thing. I feel like if you get a player like D'Angelo, uh, what's the guy name that we traded for Wiggins?
1: D'Angelo Russell.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. So he would have been good. He, you know, he's a good player. But one thing that we expect out of our players is hold yourself accountable, do what you're supposed to do, and you you will get better. You know.
0: You're right. There's no question. Thanks, June. And you have three future Hall of Famers running around.
1: Yeah. You get put in a role that maximizes your talent. And you have a group of players, A, you're winning, but B, you have a group of players that is telling you, hey, when Luka Doncic is matched up on you, don't dance with him. Blow by him. There aren't that many players in the NBA on the perimeter that are going to guard Andrew Wiggins when he just puts the ball on the deck and goes. And the Warriors recognize that, and they drill into him over and over and over like, hey, when you have this open look, take it. You don't have to dance at the ball. When you catch it on the perimeter and there's a guy in front of you who's not going to stay in front of you, go buy him. Get to the rack. You can jump higher than most people on the floor most of the time. Go tip out an offensive rebound. Go make that play. And he's done it. And he's
0: produced. Interesting here from the 510. Jordan Poole would average 30 for Sacramento. I don't think so.
1: I don't he might okay. get the
0: chance to shoot that many times, but I don't think he scores thirty a game because they don't have the same infrastructure of great players around to help him do it. I go ahead.
1: I think that's a fascinating point though, because I think what what the four what the five one oh is saying on the Xfinity Mobile Text line is that ha, Jordan Poole would average thirty for Sacramento if he went and signed there next offseason. If he went to Sacramento and and played for the Kings. I don't know if he'd average thirty. Okay. But so already we've debunked be, the theory. No, but he'd still be. I think that I think that his point is Jordan Poole would be really good for Sacramento. But no Jordan question, Poole,
0: Jordan Poole, rookie year. Jordan Poole. I might be pretty good for Sacramento if I if I if I got fifteen minutes a game. I might be okay for them too. Okay, and <laughs> I, I'm in I I my fifties. Dynamite, screen and exactly. Center. Well, with, yeah. the, with what they have going on there,
1: you know, I've, I've been waiting for the Sabonis Coes pick and pop.
0: You know what? I got news for you. I'm a Sabonis guy. I like Sabonis. I like that deal for them. I do too. Anyway, go ahead. Finish your pool, and I've got an ultimate Jordan Poole question when you're done.
1: But if Jordan Poole, as a rookie, had gotten picked up and dropped onto the Kings, he has not developed into the player that he is today.
0: Totally agree. Not even close. Here's the question you have to ask yourself as a Warrior fan. The transition will eventually happen. Mm -hmm. Players do play longer in careers now, but Steph is 34. Mm -hmm. Clay had two big injuries. Draymond is a little older now. When the transition happens, it could happen in two years, is Jordan Poole the next face of this team? Or is this organization going to have to go outside and find somebody to become the new face of the team? Because you know, Joey Lightyears is already thinking about what the next iteration of greatness is going to look like over at the Chase Center.
1: I think that calculus has changed over the second half of this year. I don't think Jordan Poole was in that conversation, but what he did to close the year and what he's done in the playoffs, he hasn't been as productive in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. but what's even more impressive to me is the fact that he's found ways to impact games without scoring 25 points. He's found out ways to be a playmaker when they're not hitting shots. He's getting to the rack. His three point shot has not been falling. His answer has not been, I'm just going to shoot more. I'm just going to shoot my way out of it. It's been, okay, I'm going to blow by this guy. I'm going to make a move, and I'm going to get to – How many players, by the way, are better at finishing around the rim right now than Jordan Poole?
0: Wow, that's pretty big. That's pretty That's pretty solid talk right there. Um, but that shows you the depth that they have, and again, it shows you the infrastructure that they have to allow Jordan Poole to do those things, yes. right? Yes. He doesn't get those opportunities even with other playoff-caliber teams, right? Probably not. So when you look at what the Warriors have, it's that special. I do think they make guys better. And then you still have the James Wiseman question out there. Yeah. Is there an eventual James Wiseman portion to the Warrior future, Mm -hmm. the next level of greatness, whatever that future looks like for this organization? We're not going to know for a while.
1: It's fascinating how big of a part of the conversation James Wiseman was until this year. Yep. It's just it's
0: I bet he's off the radar for a lot of warrior fans yeah I think, on occasion I think right I'll see now, a tweet man they're doing all this without the number two overall pick in the right, imagine right. if they took so so and so with that pick and they had someone helping out yeah how much better they would be yeah they took the guy they thought was best at the time
1: and I think for i'm I'm one of those fans that's very critical of my my favorite teams for the most part mm-hmm but with what the Warriors front office has done just over the last couple of years in in re, I don't want to say rebuilding, retooling this roster, I find it harder to doubt. Like I don't know if James Wiseman's ever going to be an All Star, but can he be a productive NBA player for this team?
0: I sure can hope he, so. He's what is he? Twenty one now? Yeah, twenty one. He got a long way to yeah, go.
1: He's got so much time. So I'm not there there there's a, a segment of fans that that think he's a bust like write him off there's a segment of fans that thinks that he's going to be a, a hall of famer still
0: I All think right. it's, well that's a little <laughs> right that's a little those ambitious are the, those
1: are the two extremes but i think he can still be a productive player eventually that's i absolutely
0: think he can be a productive player but the standard here is you're around a bunch of champions start playing like a champion Yeah. Right?
1: And and that once Does Kavon
0: Looney do what Kavon Looney is doing if he's playing for the Indiana Pacers? He might be. You think?
1: Kavon, I like Kavon, man. I I like I'm not. I think he's one of those guys that's just gonna kind of be who he is. Now, is he as impactful? Right. No. That's for the the Pacers, no chance. Exactly.
0: Is he as impactful on, let's say, Boston or Miami? Teams left in the playoffs. You wonder, does he? give them the extra boost. I don't know if he does. He's where he's supposed to be at the time he's supposed to be here. And he's making the most of it because yeah. of how smart they are. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just the truth.
1: The five one zero brings up Kaminga and Moody as reasons that Wiseman has kind of gotten forgotten. And I think that's, I think that's true. Okay. But I also think what Kaminga has done developmentally this year and what Moody has looked like kind of thrust into playoff action where he's held his own. That makes me. That's another reason I'm more optimistic about James Wiseman now than I was a year ago at this time. Okay. Because of that development that we've seen once Kaminga and Moody were able to get on the floor um, consistently.
0: Listen, this team gets to sit back, relax, and enjoy themselves. They can get all the popcorn they want, and kick back tonight, and figure out who they're going to play. This team is loaded. I-, I think loaded for what they do. Again, I don't think they're loaded to the tune of if this were another year in the NBA, they'd be doing the exact same thing. I think they'd have been out. And I personally don't think that there's more talent in the NBA. I think it is there is less basketball Man. talent in the NBA now than there was 10 years ago, than there certainly was 20 years ago. Man. That's the way I look at it. I think there are I, fewer I just, I think the great opposite. players.
1: There are so many good teams now.
0: See, I think there's – that's just it. I don't think there are a lot of competitive teams. I think there are a lot of teams –
1: how many teams did you think would win the championship this year?
0: This year? Uh-huh. After watching the league, like going into the play, you could have throw you could have thrown a bunch of them in a rattler and just thrown them out because I I don't think there's any dominance. And I don't I'm not saying you need to have the one dominant team or or one of these one of the west the way the NBA made their their bacon. Uh-huh. With the Celtics and the Lakers every year. Mm-hmm. An occasional Sixers gets thrown in there, an occasional Rockets got right. thrown in there. Basically, it was a super team. But I thought the levels of talent were so much greater then. And here's why 30 teams in the NBA means there are a lot of guys on rosters who would have been buying tickets back when it was a 22 team league, back okay. when it was a 26 team league. You know, before Vancouver and Toronto came into the league, you, you had fewer spots. So you had more depth and and better play throughout. Again, that's my view. They're, Steve Kerr laughed. He goes, isn't it amazing how players get worse, more, worse and worse every year and everything else is better in the past? Steve Kerr doesn't believe it. And he played there. He played on maybe, arguably, the best team of all time.
1: Mm-hmm. So everyone can have their opinion. I thought there were like 10 teams that could have won the championship this year.
0: Yeah, because they're all meh. I know
1: it's because they're nobody, all really good. Nobody
0: knocks you over. Nobody says... We are phenomenal. We are We're so dominant. It's just a bunch of meh in the NBA this year. Hey, all you got to do is watch the playoffs if you've been able to sit through a game. Okay. This has been as boring a playoff as we have witnessed in the NBA that I can remember. This has been a snooze fest. A lot of blowouts. A lot of blowouts, a lot of bad basketball. Now, you have to remember, we are, if you're looking at analytics, we are sitting in the area that gets to see the best version of whatever's left.
1: Right. That's true.
0: But every other team out there that's playing isn't the best version of what's left. And so, therefore, they're sitting through trash. They're sitting through garbage. They're sitting through, I like that, you know, that laundry, so I'm going to keep rooting for that laundry. Mm -hmm. Because that's what we do. Here, they're playing a beautiful brand of basketball. So we don't see what everyone else who watches the NBA sees.
1: The Heat and the Celtics, Game 7 tonight... Who do you want to see the Warriors play? Who do you want to win that game? It's Game 7. We'll talk about that matchup and more on the other side. I'm Kyle Madsen. He's Jim Cozemore. We're on 95.7 The Game. Odyssey
0: celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.